Coming up, Jacko's back, so we're able to record a pod this week, which was fantastic. We had a little buy ourselves. Unfortunately, we missed a oh, great opportunity to talk about the results from round 13, which was his team losing and us getting the job done over the Blue Baggers. But the Melbourne Collingwood game was a storyline in the season that I think will persist and will rear its head again in finals. Whilst we touch on some of these things, we really did focus on the pressing questions of the week. Is that Port's best win of the year? Were we wrong about Frio? And is there a serious problem with post-buy hangovers? The numbers say yes. We also entertain a nice little hypothetical idea about the round 24 final game and what might be on the line by the time we arrive there. That, plenty more. Let's get stuck into it. Here are the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yesterday was a chore to watch that. It was a chore. It was. In fact, I stopped watching it for a bit. I wanted to. I thought you would lose. So did I. Yeah. Do you know what, do you know what the sad, pathetic part was? What? You know what the sad, pathetic part was? What? There was a period there when I'm like, you know what? I hope we fucking lose. <laughs> yes, I knew it. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. you weren't sending anything in the group no, chat. No, no, no. I was I'll... sitting there watching it all unfold. <laughs> watching, watching. You know how they all say you've got a bad bottom six? Yeah, I think we've got an average bottom 12. Well, if it wasn't for... It was funny because I actually said to you, what, yeah. the day before? <laughs> if Marcus Bontempelli gets like 30 to 35 touches, I mean, I can't imagine you guys losing a game of football. It had nothing to do with the fact you were playing North. Yeah, yeah. It's just that he's so impactful when he touches yeah. the footy that many times. Yeah. And he obviously did that. Yeah. 32 and three goals. <laughs> three goals, man. Uh, like, absolutely fucking enormous. Yeah. Could have over, been four. He missed an absolute sitter. Over half of his touches contested. Uh, dolly. Eight clearances, 11 tackles. But it was the um, four tackles inside forward 50. Yeah. Applying pressure left, right, and center. Mm. Without him, you lose that game, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No question. Gone. And it took, like, Cody Waitman to have a career night. Yeah. And Bont to have the best game he's had in this season. Yeah. For you guys to beat North <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> And I was sitting here four weeks ago going, fuck, can we win it? Y- you were? <laughs> yeah, man. You really were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on here today saying we absolutely categorically cannot win the premiership. You, you can't win the no. no, no, no. Not with those sorts of I don't even know if we'll make finals, man. And it, I mean, it, obviously, you, uh, Liam Jones gets, <laughs> gets absolutely fucking taekwondo kicked in the forearm. Fucked. Not even a free kick involved. Nah. There was no free kick, right? <laughs> <laughs> the guy broke his arm. <laughs> <laughs> kicking it, yeah, and uh, it was Paul Curtis, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it yeah. was un- it was unlucky and obviously unintentional, but no free kick at all. We've talked about that before. The the kicking in danger is Paul Curtis, just the Ollie Robinson. It's done of the football. Maddie McCann. It has absolutely disappeared. Just the Ollie Robinson of football. Just a big <laughs> fucking wanker. <laughs> just a dog. <laughs> so I felt bad for you because Tim O'Brien gone out. Yeah, Liam Jones out. But we got to see what it looks like when you swing Norton back. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, does this mean that they might persist with that? I hope they do. Because yeah. there was like a, I mean, an open forward line was. Well, they, I'm distancing myself from them all of a sudden. Yeah. I hope we do. Subconsciously. <laughs> There's a little brief 
moment in there where I thought, we're going to actually see this Aaron Norton experiment yep. for a couple of weeks. Mm. And then I read that Bevo's poured some cold water on that. Oh, okay. Because, uh, you know. Because he's having such a good year up front. Because you've got Josh Bruce coming back from the <laughs> VFL. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, you lost someone else. Someone else did a hammy in the VFL. Um, Crozier? Crozier. Yeah, Crozier. Rough. Yeah. Tim O'Brien. It's that where it's a sad state of affairs when Tim O'Brien does a hammy and it's like, oh, shit, well, we kind of need him. Yeah, where's our depth gone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, oh, look, just to sum it up, I did message one message. <laughs> um, you, you asked us, um, was it you or no? No, Paddy asked us a weird little slab question. What's the what's the one one slab that you would pick over all? Oh, that's right. Yeah. It did and so. then um, you know, we both said, you know, Jack Daniels, of course, because it's absolute nectar of the gods. He didn't tell us why he asked that question. No, 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 no follow up. Yeah. No. But I'm sure we will once uh once the potty's out in the airwaves. But uh yeah. But then um I <laughs> I followed it up with half an hour into the game. But if I had a if I had to throw a slab at someone, <laughs> it would be Bevo, maybe Tony. Tony Scott or Taylor Duray. Taylor Duray was terrible. Jesus, dude. How's the how's the don't argue from Zerha? Yeah. Oh, my God. Retire. Then, I'd uh, retire. And then he had the, tur- the turnover yeah, coming. Oh, uh, it was just horrible. Yeah, he's... Bailey Smith was no good. Jack McRae's there a was, shell of the player he There was. was a moment in the commentary yeah. where Howie cannot commentate no, football, by no, the way. No. Bailey, I did like Tom Hawkins. He was all right. Yeah. Bailey Smith picks it up mm. deep in the pocket, and he literally goes... Smith, usually a good user. He literally yep. trickled the ball yeah, about yeah, yeah. nine meters across the ground, yeah. man. Yeah. The ball didn't go higher than a foot off the grass. Yeah. And he goes, not this time. I'm like, you don't watch football, dude. No. So <laughs> not only was I fed up with the chore at hand on a late Sunday Arvo watching that crap. Mm. I have to listen to that absolute nonsense. Drivel. He's never been a good user. No. No. And that's why we should have traded him two years ago. <laughs> but instead, we got rid of we. You know, we lost Josh Dunkley, and look what he's doing. Well, Chalor had a gr- a great game. Yeah, and um, yeah, obviously Waitman will be the story uh, out of that with six goals. Yeah, was really nice. But north north of, I mean, it says a little bit about you guys, but it also says a fair bit about North that game. Yeah, they've really turned the corner under Brett Ratton. Mm, they have. They believe in Brett. Yes. <laughs> They're struggling to get the chocolate. So you guys didn't play well and you still beat them by 20. Yeah. The Giants, I didn't think played particularly well the week before and they still won by 28. Yeah. Um, and then we obviously didn't play that well, but we only won by one goal. Mm. So they're turning up. They just can't convert it into premiership points at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a reflection of where they, the club and the list is really at. Yeah. But it's a noticeable step up. Well, it's their veterans letting them down. Yeah, Todd Goldstein. That that Todd Goldstein one with Tim English. Mm. Tim English ran him back and then took the and then he just stopped. Yeah, Aiden Core slow ball ball use and decision making not great. Yeah, uh, but these are all not Todd Goldstein. So actually, no, Jack Zeeble. They were all questionable list management choices. The yeah. decision not to trade Todd Goldstein a couple of years yeah. ago yeah. was stunning. Man, yeah. it was it's rebuild time. What are you going to get? Instead, they made some other questionable moves when they had a guy who was probably worth. Two first round picks two mm. years ago. Yeah. To a team like Geelong. Yeah. Who I'm sure were interested. That's a win-win. Are perennially interested yeah. in a Ruckman and they decided to keep Todd Goldstein because yeah. he wanted to be a one club player. Yeah. You're not the Dirk Nowitzki of the AFL, mate. No, no. You've it's been not. a handy Ruckman, but you haven't produced. And it's not about to happen. It's, it's not it, no. like it's done now, yeah. right? Yeah. He's worth maybe a second round now. Yeah. In fact, he's just going to run out his career plotting along in the. Yeah. Well, Clarkson did. Clarkson made him earn his spot at the start of the year. Yeah. 
Yeah. I know he was very much um, just looking at where they can go with Tristan Cherry, but. Probably a closed door conversation about, Todd, we've got to send an early message. Mm. You're yeah. old enough to understand yeah. what I'm trying to do. But I mean, oh, if I was Todd Gold, I mean, it's a silly opportunity to let go of. I mean, it would have been a win-win. They would have got picks back in return and he would have got a premiership. I forgot to mention this. Did you see that uh, Bailey Smith had negative 22 metres game? I did, yes. From 19 touches? Yeah. yeah. So you saw that post? Yes. And you saw the list of other guys on that post? Three other, uh, two or three other Bulldogs. <laughs> so, um, yeah. so like historically, <laughs> the uh, ex- join an exclusive club, uh, Bailey Smith with negative 22 metres from 19 disposals. Um, on that list of other players with 19 disposals going minus 20 metres gain, Lin Jong, Josh Dunkley, 2020 and 2016. Then we've got to go back to Jared Blair, yeah, um, which is an interesting one, and then Bailey Smith. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, your ga- it says something about your game style mm. that it's 2016, 2020, 2023. Yeah. Not a lot's changed. No. Nah. No. No, not at all. Uh, one thing that... One thing, looking back at the numbers for our game that really hit home for me was, uh, you know, we, we spoke about North showing a bit of in, uh, a bit of intent, a bit more effort, and their young guys are starting to show some glimpses. Mm-hmm. Um, albeit, we had 72 inside 50s to their 36, and we only won by 21 points. Yeah. That says a lot about the ball movement, the ball use. The quality of entry. Yeah, the quality of entry. Mm. Um, did you see the instance where Jamara had it about 70 metres out in front? Uh, 70 metres out on the wing, and Rory Lobb is screaming at him in this open pocket of space. I wasn't ignored him. I wasn't watching, but I heard the commentary was like, Lobb asking for it. Lobb still asking for it. Screaming for it, dude. And then he sprayed him when he didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, the lack of cohesion with your tools has been obvious from the start. Oh, yeah. Mm. Cody Waitman was awesome. He was awesome. Yeah. That yeah. little, I don't. I mean, North don't have a matchup for him. No, no. Um, and that I could, I don't, couldn't even tell you who was trying to play on him. I no. don't even know if they mentioned it. No, which is how, you know, they don't. They just completely lack key personnel in some areas. Yeah. North. Yeah. Well, and they yeah down I mean, medium ben, sized ben, defender. Ben McKay made him earn one. That's for sure. Ben McKay <laughs> was good though. Yeah. Yeah. He was good on Norton. Yeah. Like beat him in quite a few contests. So yeah, he did. He did. Like he did his job, but yeah. who is the lockdown medium defender? Yeah, I'm not sure. Like in one instance, it was Taron Thomas. Then I looked on another one and it was Jack Zebel. Mm. And I'm like, you guys don't, you haven't figured this out. Still can't believe he's playing Taron Thomas. It's shocking, isn't it? <laughs> Ridiculous. And, then and he's he's running around, having a laugh, smiling like nothing's ever happened. And there, there'd be a lot of angry people out there. A lot of well, angry people watching him play. And just one last thing. Um, the more positive stuff um, coming out of North Melbourne is about three weeks ago, their skipper Jai Simkin re-signed that massive long-term deal. Yep. And Nick Lark is also committed for another five years. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, So it is good that these sorts of blokes who are their leaders are leading by example and committing long-term. Well, yeah, they are the key. They're two yeah. of the key pieces that they do have. Yeah. So but got, um, at the end of the that. day, at the end of the day, um, questionable whether they get the same opportunity elsewhere. Um, but at the same time, I think... I think there's an element of like, okay, well, we've come this far. I may as well see it through and see how far we can go with it. Yeah, I don't know if Jai Simpkins is starting midfielder at a lot of other teams. No, no, I don't think so. Like as you, as you go through, the, so obviously Hawthorne, but yeah. they're trying to do something different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe he could slide into Adelaide, but yeah. like, you've really got to struggle to find another team yeah. where he's a starting midfielder. Yeah, yeah. So it's good that they've locked yeah. him away, but St Kilda definitely. St Kilda need yeah. another. Yeah, that's sure. a fair point. Mm. Mm. But um, other than that, well, I got treated to uh, 
St. Kilda Richmond. Uh-huh. On the yes, you were there. Tell, tell me all about it. Well, not a treat. Terrible fucking game to go to. <laughs> it would have been awful. It was really awful. It was awful. pissing down. I didn't check the radar. <laughs> it had been a lovely day. It was beautiful. And so we head in. Cool. Gets a bit dark. Cool. Get our seats. Like, oh, it's a bit nippy. And the rain starts. I'm like, fuck, it's just a light drizzle. And then it was sheets. And I was yeah. like, this is shit out. Zero rain at home. We were undercover. So yeah. it's fine. Zero rain at home. And I turned it on and I'm like, what is going on here? It was torrential. Mm. Torrential. And um, oh, actually, I actually, I, I find Richmond's game hard to watch when it's dry, when it's wet. I mean, they dominated clearly in large patch of the game. Well, let me, like from a nice good vantage point, I got yeah. a chance to, I was really interested <clears throat> to watch um, St. Kilda, how, what had changed since the start of the year in terms of how they set up particularly behind the ball. Well, nothing special. Mm. Josh Battle is the loose. Yeah. And when Richmond had the lead and the rain came down, instead of having an extra at the contest, they just had an extra behind the ball being yep. broad at times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sinclair was a loose early on in the game. Yeah. Um, and he was really good. He was really good at getting over an impacting contest. I actually was very impressed with Jack Sinclair. So impressed. I was just the way that mullet just bounces around as well. It it wasn't his ball use. It <laughs> yeah. was the a genuine defense. Yeah. Yeah. Plugging holes in front of leading forwards. Um, uh, he took like maybe two intercept marks, I think. Pro- proper on field leadership as well. Good yeah. defense. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was really dirty that I didn't pick him in the um, all Australian after I watched that performance. Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. But yeah, St. Kilda's game plan, mate, they're not winning shit. No. Nah. I can tell you right now that game plan, that style of ball movement, those leading patterns. So is it game plan as well as personnel? The way they were exiting yeah. uh, center clearances when they won the football mm. was to kick it within about three meters of the circle. No, okay. They slammed yeah. it on as if they were about to get tackled. Yeah. And I just, I sort of said to, leaned over and said to Patty, I'm like, mate, if we played you tonight, you would have got fucking murdered. Yeah. Because we've got that, we've got a bit more run and carry. And mm. it looks like the good teams have run and carry at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. St. Kilda are just popping it on the boot. Yeah. Overused Max King as a target, mm-hmm. and he was—I mean—that was the bare minimum return you'd expect. Yeah, the amount of times they targeted him and they get a two-goal return. Yeah, bare minimum output. Mm. So I'm, um, yeah, was pretty unimpressed. Yeah, with um, that. But that said, they had a winning position. Uh, the game was in a winnable position still for them in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what to tell you, but. Richmond are talking as if they've got like this huge momentum. Oh man, on radio this morning. It's, it's kind of staggering, it's isn't staggering. it? Staggering. Uh a Richmond a club that are gonna be seduced by the outside noise of, hey, you should you guys should keep McWalter. Are oh. they, are they, is Brendan Gale Brendan Gale's a smart man. He he will definitely be contacting yeah. higher. Qualified. He's very intelligent. I I assume they'll have a process. They'll have a style of leader that they want to employ. Will it be a Spike McVeigh sort of setup where, hey, more than welcome to present and give us, you know, X, Y, and Z, why you should, why you feel you're right for this job? It would be hard to deny him that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, uh, how did you, um, did you stick around for the, um, celebration of the Brownlow theft? Uh, the Brownlow Thief, sorry. Um, I mean, the three-time premiership captain, three-handed gamer, Trent Cochin, who wound back the clock, to be honest. He did Huge well. Huge game. 
He did wind it back. Yeah. It was um, I got three dollars fifty any time goal scorer. Stunning, stunning. <laughs> he was clearly the best player in the first quarter. Yep, arguably the best player in the first half on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, wasn't anywhere near as impactful after that. Yeah, but yeah, it was very good, man. Surprisingly yep. good. Yeah. Uh, does Dustin Martin's numbers match his output on the night? Um, not particularly. Not particularly. He yep. had a, a few good, like you know, that leg. He had a few few shots from outside 50. Booming, isn't it? And I was like, that's a nice strike of the ball. They missed. Yeah. yeah. They missed, but they were good at efforts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he needed to do heaps more. Yeah. yeah. To imp- I mean, the, the I think we can say that the 2017 Dusty, Yeah. he's gone. Yeah. Like he never came back from Vegas one year is probably what happened. Yeah. And then we've just got this version of Dustin Martin, which is still good, can still be damaging but lacks the consistency of that 27. Got a few kids over there I hear as well, so good on him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was hanging out with Serena Williams yeah. that one time. Um, but no, look, Richmond, I mean, really we're talking, they've had some honourable losses to some good teams. Yeah. But you beat GWS by a goal. You've beaten Frio by two goals, which mm. on reflection the next week looks I'd be stunned if we don't go over there and beat them by two goals. I can't believe the price you are. We'll get to that later. But it's been I'm happening. jumping on it, brother. It's been happening so much. <laughs> it's, uh, I've done really well from betting on my boys yeah, for like yeah. the last month and a bit. Yeah. No one believes in you. Yeah, I'm, fi- I'm fine with it like that. Yeah. yeah. Fi- we're not ready to be um, anything more than underdogs, so I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah. But yeah, that Frio win, I mean, Frio were terrible in that game mm. and they were in a winning position. I, there was a chance for them to to snatch that victory in the fourth. Yeah. St. Kilda was shit. Yeah. And there was a chance for them to snatch that victory in the fourth. Yeah. GWS had the lead with two minutes left. Yes. And they and, and Richmond had given up a, a, a nice lead too. So yeah. I'm like, yes, you've got these wins rolling. Yeah. But the manner of them mm. is so unconvincing at the moment. Yeah, five of the last seven, but mm. real line ball stuff. So now we'll find out. You know, they're going to come back from um, their bye. Yeah. And they're going to have Brisbane at the Gabba. Yes. And what does that look like? I don't know, but they they will work. They will welcome back Jacob Hopper and Tom Lynch. Um, they're expected to return after the bye. Sure. So, yeah. I don't. I don't know. So if that it might be thirty-five it. points. Yeah. <laughs> Rather um, than they, fifty. They got a bit of soft, bit of a soft draw after that. Yeah. So I think they're actually going to be in a position where they might flirt with the top. They might be in the eight. For probably a week their or last. Two. Yeah. Probably their last plane trip for the year as well. The Gabba. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got Sydney um, at home. Yeah. Then they get the Eagles away. Yeah. Still the Eagles. Then they've got the Hawks. So you see how it gets a little bit soft. Mm. And then it goes back to, they've got Melbourne. So then they'll have a few challenges. But a soft-ish draw, half a game outside of the eight, also played an extra game. Yeah. But I really can't see the Crows beating Collingwood this coming nah, weekend. Nah. 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 Not here. Well, they've shown they've shown their traveling, their traveling woes mm. this season. So, And the buyers, I did see this and I had, I had to sort of chuckle a little bit. Five yep. of the six teams that have had a bye so far yep. have lost the following week. Wow. But the team that won was the Saints who beat the Swans. Yep. They both had a bye. So there was always going to be one yeah. winner yeah. out of this statistic. Yeah. Um, so do you remember watching that game last week? It was one of the worst skill level performances uh, I've seen for the entire S- Kilda Sydney. Year. Terrible. Yeah, like genuine yeah. contender for worst game of the year. Really hard to watch. Worse than watching granny porn. Yeah. It's uh, pretty good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I meant like the 2000 grand final and... Oh, oh you... Oh, right, right, right. Oh, yeah, you I was dirty bastard. About, I was talking about 
pensioners. You do. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, As opposed to the other week, I've got zero. I've got zero peace happening right now after that. <laughs> so the thing is, like, it's like clearly a buy is affecting everyone because yeah. yes, St Kilda won, but the buy obviously affected them. They were disgraceful in the first half of that game. Yeah. That was shocking. I, I think... Um, Fuck, what does that mean for my mob then? Jesus. <laughs> well, we're coming off the bye too and we've got to go over there. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens this week. There's six teams yep. returning and, and what that looks like, whether this bye thing is... Uh, the thing is, clubs want the bye. Yeah. Players are tired. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's obviously how you manage it. Yeah. And the reality is when we're talking about the teams that have struggled um, post-bye so far... We're talking a Brisbane, so that was a shock loss yeah. to Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah. But Fremantle, Sydney, Gold Coast, and then we're including St. Kilda in there. Yeah. Whatever. They're not really contenders this year. Mm. Um, the only other one is uh, Geelong. Yeah. So, and it's, you know, that's coming off a bye against Port Adelaide. Yeah. They really, um. we'll get to that game. Uh, watched most of it. I watched all of it. Very grumpy other half in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Pregnant um, and grumpy and thought just... It was, thought it was a sensational um, majority of the first half from Geelong. And then that was... That that third quarter from Port Adelaide, they're, they're just such a serious outfit. Yeah. But can I mention one thing that got me, got me riled up in that game? Please. That Zach Butters goal. Oh, <laughs> my dear Christ, man. Yeah, he's a superstar. Dude. His, he was at absolutely 110% pace mm-hmm. and he managed to fucking dance step, correct himself and kick it on the run. It and is just Someone said like, oh, football. he's added that move into his bag. I'm like, that's not a, no. No, he's been doing that his whole career, hasn't like, he? Like, shut the fuck yeah, up. He's, been like, able, yeah. he, he's got great lateral movement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always has. It was really weird. Um, But what... Oh, just sensational. Dan Houston was enormous. He was huge. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. probably would have given him the votes. I yeah. thought he was that good. Yeah. That, uh, the only note I wrote down after watching that game yep. is that's Port Adelaide's best win of the year. Yep. So I know that they beat Brisbane by 54 in round one. Yeah. I don't think yeah. we put a lot of round stock in that. Round one. Right. Yeah. After that, their only good wins, like big numbers, mm. are against West Coast, North, and Hawthorne. Yeah. Everyone else is within like four goals. Yeah. Yeah. That was clearly the best win that they've had. Yeah, yeah. And I really feel like that was a statement. Yeah. The pre- so you obviously watched the whole thing. Yeah. The pregame fucking hand job session that they were giving Geelong, <laughs> and then at, all the way up until halftime about oh this team of Chet. It was like I'm watching Fox Footy and David King and all those. Oh, saying, Ristis. Oh, oh, Geelong just know this is a must win, and they'll turn up. And I, are you guys crazy? This yeah. is the one of the most informed teams in the comp. Yeah. In Port, and they're at home. Yeah. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Yeah. And whack. Yeah, and I think out of the da- David King goes, you know, they've won 10 in a row. Um, they've won 10 in a row, and I think they've got the buy coming up. So, oh, they've got an eye on the buy. You know, they've they've done the heavy lifting. Absolutely absurd. This team is hungrier than any, really. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was, I just thought it was it was rude. Yeah. The way that they talked about Port Adelaide. And yeah, the amount of dominance they had, um, especially from stoppages. So 20 after half time. 26 to nine at mm. the stoppages Yeah, um, was the clearance work. So they outscored them six goals to one yeah. from uh, the source. So, well, they worked Tom Stewart. They worked, they worked out how to nullify Tom Stewart's influence. Yeah. That's five, five intercepts possessions. He's lowest for the season in his second lowest rated game of the year. Yeah. yeah. Ruined my multi. Yeah. Not getting his touches, but is what it is. The, yeah. the sort of like, Oh, um, danger. 
had a has a fucking punctured leg. It's not a reason you lost, guys. No, no. He's kicking with shit ass yep. again. It was he wasn't going to be the difference. Mm. I can tell you right now. No. Mm. So they've got they've got some other issues. Uh, Gary Rowan's first quarter was unbelievable. Well, I literally And that's the frustrating thing about him. I texted that to someone. I was yeah. like, they're like, oh, Geelong are looking. I go, hang on a second. Yeah. Gary Rowan's just pulled three goals out of his ass. Yeah. Yeah. That's not going to keep happening. No. And then lo and behold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. It's 10 minutes of brilliance and then, yeah. he, and then he goes missing again. And I think they made a switch or yeah. they, they did something, but like, yeah. yeah, of course he went missing. Yeah. Gary Rowan is not that guy. No. He's okay. No. But that'll be the most he does for the next month. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's Jake Stringer without like twenty five percent of him, really. He's not the package. He's the sorry we missed you. The package is at the post office slip. <laughs> he's the package slip. Yeah, yeah. When uh. when yeah, when you know you could have just left it at the door. Goes your head in. Um, just right. a quick little quick little stat for you. Yeah, go. A quick little possibility. Sorry, if Geelong missed the eight along with Sydney, this will mm. be the first time that both grand finalists from previous year. Um, uh, this is the first time Miss since, Finals. Yep. Yeah, Miss Finals since, since 1963. Yep. That's huge. And I think it, I, at the moment, looking at it, I, I think it's. I think it might happen. Well, Sydney, uh, <laughs> there was literally a post that said um, uh, some clickbait bullshit yep. from like Fox Footy. I saved it as well. Um, will Sydney miss the finals? <laughs> After their loss to the Lions, move them to a 5-8 and eight record. They're 13th on the ladder. Yeah. A final still on the cards? Question mark. Or will they become another side who can't back it up? Mate, they lost five weeks ago to Collingwood. I was going to say, this story was done when they were three and six. Yeah. It was done. Yeah. And there's probably some Sydney supporters that are like, that's a bit harsh. But like the reality was that you fixed yeah. your record by beating North Melbourne in a game that you obviously lost, yeah. but you won on a technicality. Well, we, we know a pretty big one personally, and mm. I, I can tell you categorically, he knows they're no good. And the following week, they beat Carlton, yeah. who are on their goddamn knees. So you basically beat the two worst teams in the AFL yeah. in back-to-back weeks, yeah. um, and then you've had the bye, and then you've lost to St. Kilda, and you've lost to Brisbane. Yeah. So reality set back in. Mm. Those two wins are just false flags. Yeah. They're not going anywhere, Sydney. Mm. I'd be surprised if they can dodge bottom four at this point. Yeah. I'm being deadly serious about yeah. that. So they're... You know, now that Carlton have crept up to 14th with that win. Congratulations to them. Like, I'm really happy for them. Like, Which we'll get to in Good a on second. you. Good on you. Um, the Dockers are, look like they're about to go back through a bit of a slump, but it's obvious they're a better team than Sydney this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's obvious that the Suns are a better team than them as well. Yeah. I know that they've got a lot of personnel issues, Sydney, but it was over five weeks ago. Yeah. So I don't know why we're pretending like they're anything... I can't wait to play him. Um, uh, Fremantle GWS. Were just, we were we wrong about Freo? Yeah, yeah. I think we were. Yeah, I've completely written them off after that. That was insipid. That was as piss poor, weak as piss. I, um, Mike goes to me. Oh, like he hadn't checked the scores and we yeah. meet on Saturday, and I go, oh, bro, like blah blah blah, and I was like, I can't believe my multi actually like. Had a nice one that yeah. came through on that game because yeah. I wasn't sure who was going to win. Yeah. So I left the winner out of it, margin out of it, points yeah. out of it, bang, huge. Yeah. And he goes, he checks the scores and he goes, what the f- <laughs> I, got, I cannot describe to you how much of a training drill that was. Yeah. Walking the ball from one yeah. end to the other. Yeah. And it's highlighted by the fact someone like Josh Kelly, like 30 and three. Jake Three. three. And three, three, 30 and three. Yeah. Jake Riccardi, five. Toby yeah. Green, a, a bunch too. Like yeah. they were just- 
they were just doing whatever they wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, and well, they got, yeah career best game for Riccardi. I think was it was 30 touches to like Callie Green and Cornelio. Yes. Yeah. And like four four goals between them or something. Like yeah. just craziness. Yeah. Um so Frio, I mean, the only thing that really made us think that they were back after we'd questioned them was the fact that they beat Geelong. Yeah. At home. They were at Optus mm-hmm. Stadium. And then they pipped Melbourne by those seven points. Yeah. They've backed that up with losses to Richmond and the Giants. Yeah. It's really so disappointing. You, you can't have those two weeks yeah. and back it up with the preceding two weeks. You can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. If they lose to us this coming weekend, mm. forget about it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And little Fremantle stat for, for everyone. They've won one of their past 17 first quarters. So they are wow. They are real slow starters and that is burying them. It's burying them. Yeah, that's a shocking that's statistic. That's really shit. Yeah. I mean, how they haven't been able to correct that. With the clear talent they do have. Like they've got a lot of talent. I would love to see the statistics on um, the I don't even know how they calculate the pressure factor or yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck no, it is. Yeah, no. Right. So whatever it like the average is like 160 or 180 yep. or some shit and then mm. some teams hit over 200 and that's like, "Oh, you're going to win the game if you do that." Okay, yep. cool. I'd like to see the comparative pressure gauge mm. between them and the other, their opposition in first quarters yeah. and see whether it's just, is it simply an effort thing? Yeah. Or is it a tactical thing? Mm. Are they getting their matchups wrong pregame? Yeah. From what I've seen of them this year, I think it's a mix of both for sure. Mm. Uh, I watched their um, gather round game against Gold Coast and they were just terrible in that first quarter. Yeah. Um, and GWS on the flip side, they've now scored 100 points in their past three games. So they're scoring at will. Well, they're attacking. They are. They're, they're playing be- a Richmond brand. He's really taken that Richmond mentality across. Yeah, they signaled that early on that they were just going to attack at will and try and figure it out. And, you know. Yeah. And your boy was back, Sammy Taylor. Yeah, didn't do a hell of a lot, but nah. didn't, didn't need to. Good to be back. Yeah. yeah. Very quiet day. Didn't have office. to do shit, really. Yeah. Just watched his um, forward line dominate. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought, I thought they were really, really good. Yeah. Lockie Whitfield, a little bit of a concern. I needed him for 20 touches, which was low, hanging fruit. Yeah, must have run out of juice. He's on 16 touches, and then he yeah. goes off for like the first seven minutes of the last <laughs> quarter. And I nearly just like, I've got, if I had hair, I would have ripped it out. Yeah. I was so frustrated, and then yeah. he comes back on and just tears it up. Yeah, yeah. Gets there. But um, no, nah, they're, they're ticking along quite nicely. They've really found one in that big Kieran Briggs as well. Mm. Yep. Someone pointed out, the guy, I mean, the performances that he's had since he's come in from state level mm. they're like hey guys why the fuck was he at state level yeah what were you guys thinking no idea and he's only 23 yeah it looks like he could yeah. be a starting ruckman for them for a while like if um he was on if he was available collingwood would have taken him in the yeah. off season is how good he's been playing yeah. uh jake riccardi heard on the airwaves this morning has not re-signed at gws yep um and he's, what, he's 23. I've got him in front of me. 23, 198 centimetres, 100 kilos. Yep. Hawthorne are really interested. Sure. Hawthorne, uh, Riccardi and Lewis would be a nice little duo. Jake Riccardi is one that GWS <clears throat> have talked about for a few years. Yeah. But he hasn't really shown up yet. Nah, they just went and got Hogan and then just persisted with him. I think the, yeah. you know, if he hasn't, I don't know Jake Riccardi and I haven't watched him that closely. And yeah. He's obviously kicked five on the weekend, but I have heard Frio talk about how much hope they have that yep. he will become GWS. a player. Oh, sorry, yep. GWS. Talk about the hope they have that he'll turn up one day. Yeah. So it's not because they don't believe in him. Yeah. 
it's been his inability to perform yeah. up yeah. until this point. How many games has he played? Uh, I'll get that up right now. You bring that up for me, mate. I will pull that up. He's played 38 games and he's kicked 39 goals. So he's just over a goal a game. Right. So yeah. to be fair, what is he, 23? So they still would have been a mild contender when he yeah, first he joined. Was. So he wouldn't have gotten a game. Yeah, he, yeah, he debuted the year after their grand final. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, he hasn't hasn't really managed to get himself a spot. Yeah. And so they, they still had Jeremy Cameron then. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, when that when you've got Cameron and Green and then you can fill it with well, they rolled with Himmelberg and Finlayson as well. Yeah. And now they've got Hogan. They've had a lot of key forwards. Yeah. Not a lot of them high, high quality. Yeah. No, it was just lucky at the time that Jonathan Patton was down at the play lounge more most of the time instead <laughs> of uh, you know, at the club. So nah. Or the cake shop. <laughs> um <laughs> All right, let's talk about the blue baggers. I don't yes. know if we have any blue bagger fans uh, that are <clears throat> that are devout. Um, well, they won't tell you they they won't tell you they are at the moment. They would have enjoyed us not having a pod last week, yeah. which you haven't apologised for yeah. yet. But I will publicly come on here right now and look <laughs> you dead in the eye and say, and, and yeah, say I'm sorry. <laughs> it's absolutely not, but nah, I am sorry. Very sorry about that. The uh, <laughs> the blue baggers, <laughs> I. To give a little dig to uh, Carlton supporter, I know. He was like, did you see that? And I go, yeah, mate, I know. We kicked eight goals in a row on you mm. the week before. Yeah. And you obviously um, uh, took that lesson and applied it the following <laughs> week. It's all well. They did kick 12 goals in a row yeah. against the Suns yeah. across. T- uh, yeah, nine in the second and then the rest in the third. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I think it was one leading into one in the first oh, leading into the yeah. second, and then a couple, oh, nice. a couple, in yeah, the whatever. Yeah. But yeah, twelve goals unanswered. Yeah, Cottrell but, two in a row in like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so Real barometer player for them, he is. It's all well and good for the Blues to be like, look at that win. We've just talked about the Suns being post by, yeah, which is a real challenge. I had the Suns in oh, that. Matt, I always had his chest chest out. He looked like he just won him a prelim. Certainly did. Yeah. <laughs> He's running around. Just chill out, dude. Little Tom Papley yeah. almost. Yeah. I know. But um, also, the Suns, I went and had a look at their record because I thought they would win that game. Yeah, I tipped them. And I tipped them, but I was nervous about, you know, they've only played like one game a year at the MCG yes. for yeah. the last like five years. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's really shit. Terrible. How are they, even if they become contenders, mm. how are they ever going <laughs> to win a grand final? Mental. Playing one game a year at yeah. the G. Yeah, staggering. So well done to Carlton, which I'm is sh- such a contradiction to how much the AFL need and want them to get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to give them games at the G. You have I, to. I think. Yeah. yeah, the reality is they've got to get up, be perennial finalists, and then it's like, okay, you're playing Richmond at the G, and now you're playing Collingwood at the G. Yeah, and they actually start getting Thursday and yeah. Friday night games. But Carlton, Carlton supporters can't talk shit. I mean, you get back in your fucking box. You're 14th on the ladder, or whatever yeah. the hell it is. Yeah, it's pathetic, and it's all well and good to um, turn it around in a week, but the pace at which they're learning is very like first year VCAL apprentice. Yeah. The, like the slow way, the been, hard way. Been there myself. Yeah, it is slow. Mm. Yeah. Also the title of my <laughs> sex tape. And it shows. The slow way, the hard way. <laughs> I'm getting old, mate. Um, <laughs> um, Patrick Cripps finally, finally had a big game. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put any stock yeah. into individual Carlton players turning their form around yeah. until they can back it up. Yes. So yeah. they've got a buy now, which is probably frustrating for them because yeah. they like the momentum. Oh. And then they've got Hawthorne. Yeah. There's 
that's such a winnable game that if yep. you fix some things, there's no excuse to lose that game. We're two weeks away and I'm still sitting here right now and I'll probably tip Hawthorne, honestly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd be tempted to. We'll see what the Suns are made of. Yep. They got spanked, posted by. What are they going to do against Hawthorne when they're at home mm. this week? The uh, the Brisbane-Sydney game, not much in it. No. Brisbane completely dominated them nah. but failed to really put them to the sword. Yeah, I watched the mini because I, obviously I was elsewhere, but um, uh, yeah. Oh, dude, it should have been 40 points. Yeah. Like yep. comfortably. Mm. Um, Sam Wicks, how is that one week less than James Sicily? I'm not sure. That's the So out of all of these tribunal hearings we've had, and they've accepted the two-week ban because they know they've hit the jackpot with two weeks, in my opinion. Um, out of all that, that's 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 a dog shot compared to some of the other ones, I thought. Yeah. He's raised his arms at his head. Yeah. I, I hated it. I hated thought, everything about it. Yeah, I thought it was in line with the Dugowie one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I, I really didn't like stag- it at all. Staggers me, that's two. That's three or four for me. It's, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's the most fucked up tribunal MRO season. It's ridiculous. We've ever had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's a real disaster. Well, we're, we're one of the um, very few clubs that haven't had any dangerous tackle victims, um, so that shows too. You mean perpetrators or perpetrators? Yeah, yeah. like maybe have a go. <laughs> maybe have a go. Because <laughs> I saw I saw a long, long list of players. Dude, ours have been like bands. Sam Durham copped one week, and yeah. Andrew McGrath copped a week, and yeah. Zach Merritt copped a week. It's the like, Zach Merritt one's a joke. The Zach Merritt one was Clayton a joke. Oliver didn't even get cited. He yeah, killed a bloke. Stunning. Yeah. So yeah, it's anyway. Um, wait. Did you hear the Clayton Oliver uh, news last week? You know how he's in hospital. Yeah. Um, did you hear that uh, his name was called over the um, PA system in, throughout the hospital? No. Oh well, it was reported by Sam Edmund on SEN. This isn't a big footy rumor. Mm-hmm. I think this actually happened. Clayton Oliver, please return to your bed. Clayton Oliver, he'd snuck out of the hospital to go for a run. If that ain't Mamba mentality, <laughs> Mamba mentality, I don't know what is. An infected blister ain't stopping that bloke. He's a pro. <laughs> Weird. I don't know why he'd be in hospital unless yeah. it was a serious infection. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, he was in hospital for five days. So um, they reckon he's touch and go with Harrison Petty for this week. So Speaking of Clayton Oliver. Yeah. Now, I know you probably don't keep as close an eye on this as I do. The Brownlow Metal Odds. Yeah. I'm always looking to hedge yes. where, where I've put some money. Very nice. So don't look them up. Okay. okay. All right. Phone's down. Who would you have as the number one favorite right now? Well, the betting market. Would... This is, I'm looking at sports bets, but Brownlow market. Yep. Okay. I'm guessing the favorite's Nick Dacos. Correct. And he's probably about $4. $3.25. Get fucked. It's, That's it's fucked. It's not even worth betting oh, on at this come stage. Come on, man. Yep. Go, go on. <laughs> um, second favorite. Yeah. Would be Zach Butters. Correct. Yeah. Third favourite still Bont. Incorrect. Oh, okay. He's drifted a bit. He, he did have a quieter month. Um, third favourite for the Brownlow. Oh. oh, don't tell me. Is it Tim Taranto? It is Tim Taranto. Oh, come on, man. I know. Oh. I know. They're not even going to win enough so we're games. Back, so we're back to 2017. <laughs> we're, we're, you know, stat padding and... So it's Nick Dacos... Zach Butters, Tim Taranto, Christian Petrarca, Marcus Bontempelli. Yeah. So they're the five contenders that are hovering between 325 all the way out to Bont at $7. I can tell you right now, Petrarca and Bont are by far the best value. Yeah. 
at both of them over six bucks. Yeah. Then it jumps out to Jordan Dawson at thirteen. Yeah. Um, Clayton Oliver's fifteen. Ah, and- Dawson. Do you think he'll do enough to win a Brownlow? I wouldn't have thought no. so because I don't think he's trying to win it either. No, no. And he's not getting 30-plus touches. So the moment, Tim Taranto and Nick Dacos, uh, I mean, if a Brownlow is won by one of those guys, we are back to 2017. Yeah. It just is all weight of numbers. Weight of numbers, yeah. Which is a fucking disgrace because I, like, I was at the Richmond game. I'm there, I'm watching, and it's like, oh, that's Tim Taranto. Just okay. hacking it forward, I, get, I bet. It was... Not impressive. Yeah, yeah. Like, he got a lot of the footy. He kicked a goal. Like, whatever, it's fine. But then I look at the end, and I'm like, oh, he had 38. Yeah. Which is what I do when I see Nick Dacos play. Yeah. Oh, geez, he had 34. Like... So, no... I mean, at least Nick Dacos has creative creative play set. Like, he sets creative plays off halfback and everything. Tim Trano doesn't do that. No. Bonson Pelly does. A lot of it was just his run and spread, and yeah. then he moves it on to the next guy. Yeah. And the way Richmond players when you're the link in that chain, yep. all of a sudden you're part of a scoring chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So... You can't put Tim Tarano in the elk of... In the elk. In the elk of uh, Petrarca Bont. Oliver. No. So, Dawson. yeah, if you frame the question as... The Brownlow medal is such a stupid way to look at it. Yeah. I've, uh, the longer it goes on like this, mm. where it is weight of numbers, the more disenfranchised I am with the system yeah. that we have. Because we should just call it a fucking MVP. Yeah. There's not a single person in the world mm. that would think that Tim Taranto is more valuable to his team than Bont is to the Bulldogs. Yeah. Not one. No. And I'm pretty sure Oliver and Petrarca would be above him. But it would also elevate other players um, that probably deserve to be considered MVP. Like, Toby yeah. Green is an MVP candidate. Of course he is. I If there was a... If we're in the schoolyard and it's the last two, there's two, I have one pick left and there's two guys and it's yeah. Tim Taranto and Toby Green. It's not even a question yeah. about who I'm taking. Yeah. Well, I was I caught up with the old man and, and the brother and they're on board. They they know what's up. When we were, we, were, we were discussing who they, I was asking them who they thought was the best player in the comp. Yeah. They both said Toby Green. Oh, really? Yeah. Toby Green and Jeremy Cameron, like in that. But they, they, I think their favourite player is Toby Green. They just love watching him. So Dad's, good. Dad just rolled his eyes and said he's just sensational. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Criminally <laughs> underrated. It's like, gee, where is he? I, I still need him to kick two more goals on my multi. And in five minutes, he's ticked me off. Oh, bang. Nearly every time. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Just injects himself in when his team needs it. The thing that I'm finding fascinating about Nick Dacos, which I'll be accused of being a Nick Dacos hater again, but whatever. Who from? Just fucking nuffies, mate, honestly. <laughs> Just from nuffies. Um, there's no way he records a vote in that Melbourne game. Yeah. Hi, Amy. It's <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're well. There's no, there's no way he gets a vote in that Melbourne game. Yeah. I, I know he had 30 and 3 against West Coast, so he's, yeah. he's going to get a vote. That's yeah. totally um, understandable. But in the North game, I know he had 32 and a goal. Yeah. But... Dude, it was not like like I I was pretty adamant that I thought that um, his brother was better and yep. then Dugowie was better than both of them. Yeah, Dugowie was best on ground that day. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just not too sure the last month should have elevated Nick Dacos's Brownlow potential. Yeah. Um. Is that yeah? I think we'll find out about what he's made of in the back end of the year. Do you year. think AFL House are desperate for him to win it, just for promotional gain? 
Well, let's say, okay, for example, boy stuff. when they beat GWS and we said that's Mason Cox's best game he might yeah. have, uh, other than the prelim, that's yeah. his best game he's played for them in a while. Yeah. Tom Mitchell had 36 touches in that game as yeah. well. Yeah. And Jordan Dugowie had like 30 plus and was a force, but I thought Tom Mitchell was quite good. Now, Nick Dacos had 41 touches, <laughs> 10 of them contested. Yeah. Just ran around doing whatever he wanted yeah. to do. If he gets votes in that fucking game, man, yeah. I'm going to lose my mind. So that'll be your magnifying glass that game. Yeah, I think so. You'll have so. your magnifying glass on it yeah, on Brownlow night. It's purely weight of numbers. Yeah. He yeah. was the fourth or fifth best Collingwood player that day. Yeah. They smashed them. Yeah. So it's all Collingwood players in the votes. Yeah. And if that's like uh, Nick Dacos, two votes, I'm like, nah, I give up. Yeah. Well, he's obviously going to win it. Yeah. You'll know at that point yeah. on Brownlow night yeah. in about round fucking 11. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. And how else do we fix it other than taking um, a fair chunk of the responsibility away from umpires? Maybe we do it in to- in the way that like should there be a should there be a board like the Australian selectors? I think no. I think it, it should be the players. Yep. have a vote. Yep. but it accounts for twenty five percent. The umpires have their votes. Is that that's like an NBA sort of so setup, the, isn't it? Similar. NBA do that with all stars. Yeah. Okay. The MVP is just a media vote. Mm-hmm. Hundred media pundits. I suggest that we have the media pundits as well. Yeah. But they comprise twenty five percent. Yeah. The coaches comprise twenty five percent. And then the umpires comprise yep. 25%. And it's just weighted, and that's how we determine well, it. Well, the umpires prize 20% and the fans 5%. Nah, Dacos will win it every year. Well, the year. fans would just be a, yeah, they'd <laughs> just be a straight hack. <laughs> yeah. like, the players is probably a little bit unfair as well, yeah. but you, know, it, it, you don't ask them to vote at the end of the year. Yeah. It's like... Do you know what that would do for the comp? We'd probably see a key position player win it again. I, is that not unreasonable? Yeah. So you go at the... And I'll tell you right now. At the now, end of a game, you'd be like, fellas, you go to the, the captain and be like, mate, I need a 3 2 1 votes. Mm. Can you poll the play? Teams will set it up however they want. Yeah. The coaches have their coaches' votes. Yeah. It's the same fucking deal. Mm. So we've already kind of got the systems in place. Yeah. And then the media pundits are obviously people who would be trustworthy. Like, there's a whole bunch of media pundits you can't give it to. Yeah. Because I wouldn't trust them. I'd probably keep it to a select group of about 50. Yeah. And they get to vote, but they're in teams of like, say, five. Yeah. So that team of five is voting on this game mm-hmm. and they need a, a consensus three, two, one. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Then we just tally them all up and that becomes the MVP. Uh, it's one of those moments on the pod where I look you dead in the eye and say, what the <laughs> fuck do we know? It's just another <laughs> page in the book of the way I'd, which I'd changed the game, yeah. which I've been told reliably, if we did it all, it wouldn't look the same game at yeah. all. Well, but there's whatever. jobs going at AFL House. I mean, that footy ops job. What's going on there, man? <laughs> I'll put my hand up for it. I mean, what is going on there? I don't know. Uh, I don't it's know. embarrassing, dude. They're not even, yeah, it was talked about last week. I had a good chat. That um, I think it's unbelievably embarrassing that Gil's still in charge. Well, they've got... The deputy footy ops, yeah, but they're not putting. I believe it's a her, yeah. Um, I can't remember her name. I did hear them talk about. It, I forgot her name. Anyway, they said they're she, not even. Putting, she was shortlisted for the top job, wasn't she? Yeah, she yeah. was. Yeah, they're not putting her up as like a. Here's the interim. Yeah, speak on the behalf of the position. Yeah. They're not even doing that. No, and she's the deputy. No, so they're just like it's vacant, and we're yeah. going to leave it vacant, and it is what it is. Yeah. So I think they were still hoping that it would be Brendan Gale. Maybe they were hoping it might be Jimmy Bartell. There's yeah. like a couple of names. They want a I heard Nathan Buckley's name. Yes, forward. they want a football person. Don't think he'll he's going to do it. I actually listened to him on a podcast recently, and he has absolutely zero intention of getting back into 
Clubland, mm-hmm. and that sort of tells me that he probably won't go into AFL house either. So yeah, right. Yeah, I've got one last question for you. Yeah, last game of the round. Yeah, I know it's a long way off. We're ten weeks away. I'm going to give you two scenarios and I want you to tell me which one's more likely. Yeah. Oh, this is fun. So the AFL are going to try and schedule the most important game for the last game. Yeah. Give you two scenarios. Cats versus the dogs. Yep. Battle for eighth spot. Yeah. Or Port versus the Tigers. Port win, they go first. The Tigers win, they go eighth. Mm. Which one is more likely? To happen. Geelong dogs. Feels that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you know what'll happen? We'll lose to them again. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a stunning turn for evolution, the cats are gonna come out victors in the battle with the dogs. And I just won't stand a chance with my son, will I? <laughs> no chance at all, dude. Fuck man. Because I'll remind him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, you're you, when he's like six, I'll be like, you cursed the Western Bulldogs the day you were born. <laughs> they dropped out of the eight the next week. Well, Uncle Bob, that's <laughs> why I'm on my way to Cardinia Park with Mummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Tata Bruin sucks. <laughs> I, it's, a, it's a fun mental exercise. Like, it go, is. Go ahead in the AFL but, um, app and the, have the, a look at round 24 and think of the storylines that could be involved there. It's, it could be Essendon v Collingwood. That might mean there's a world in which that might mean us getting an eighth spot. There's also a world in which that might mean us getting a top four spot. As yes. crazy as that sounds. No, no, no. I'm not uh, over-invested in my team, but yep. we could swing either way from this point. Brisbane could be battling for a home final. Yep. And St. Kilda could be battling for, for eighth. Yes. Yeah. There's a hell of a lot going on. Yep. Um, where else can we look? Uh, North Melbourne. Did they lose and get Harley Reid? Oh, a Harley Reid Cup when yep. they play Suns down at Blundstone yep. Arena. Yep. Is that when they finally, they sacrifice their Tasmanian fan base mm. to get Harley Reid yep. by just tanking a game? Mm. Fascinating. Um, just Carl- quickly. Carlton versus Giants. Yep. That could be, I don't think Carlton make the eight from here, obviously. But No, the, no, no. The Giants are just Giants as, could. The Giants are just as much in consideration as a team like Richmond, as crazy as that sounds. Yeah, are they two points Behind half Richmond. a game, half a game behind Richmond. Mm. It's the percentage. I mean, yep. Richmond's percentage is not really good enough to stay in the top eight anyway. Yeah. So when you look at the top eight, your percentage stands out like dog's balls. Yeah. Compared to everyone else, Geelong is the only team with a percentage over 110 outside of the eight. Mm-hmm. So the reality is that it Richmond are exactly where they should be. Yeah. Their points for and against. By the time they have a buy, yep. and by the time this round's played. They will be 10th for points for and 10th for points against. Yeah. They're where they deserve to be. Dude, I've just figured one out here. So the first listed game here is Brisbane-St. Kilda. So just say it is what it is and they play a Thursday or a Friday. Yeah. Melbourne could be like, Brisbane just won. If we lose, we have to go there. If we beat Sydney in Sydney, they have to come to us. Mm-hmm. That's a scenario as well. That is, st- oh my yeah. god! There's man. a bunch of there's a bunch of ways that this will play out really nicely. I wish there was a, a few more head to heads. Like it'd be yeah. nice if it was like Collingwood Port or yeah. Melbourne Port. Yeah, it was a battle for first place yeah. and yeah, all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, there are some cool storylines to be had. Yeah, I'm excited. So the, the the top four feels pretty set. 
but anywhere from five down to 12 is open slather. If Brisbane or Melbourne make a mistake, Brisbane have already made one. Yes. Yeah. That Hawthorne loss might haunt them. But look, we're coming up this week, we've got Geelong versus Melbourne. Yeah. And St. Kilda versus Brisbane. Yeah. So. And historically, top- they're always great games down there, Melbourne and Geelong. There's some top end battles going on this weekend that, yep. you know, if in a world where Melbourne and Brisbane drop a game, well, I think they're going to wake up to the real- the fact that uh, come Monday, St. Kilda and Essendon will be, one of them might be even in, well, actually will be on the same points. Yeah. And now there's like a percentage battle that might go rage on for the whole rest of the year. Yeah. So the top four looks set. Yeah. But there's 10 weeks to go. Yeah. Plenty of time for a mini form slump in there for two or three weeks. Yeah. Plenty of time. Yeah. You'd know all about that being a dog supporter. Yep. <laughs> it's not It's not great. <laughs> uh, how about we take a quick break? Yep. Uh, we come back, we'll do the votes and we'll look ahead to round 15. Hey there, Fatside family. Jacko and I want to thank you for supporting the program and listening every week. We'd love if you could jump on our socials, give us a like, and of course, make sure that if you're listening through Spotify, that you hit that bell button so you get the pod as soon as it drops, fresh, every single week. We will be here every round of 2023. Thanks again. Let's get stuck back into it. And we're back. Yes. I mentioned Harley Reid just before. Yeah. Japanese say what he did on the weekend. No. First quarter, first 10 minutes, three goals. Really? Yeah. Matt Rowell-esque? Yeah. So most of them were from like 15, 20 metres out, but you've still got to kick him. You've still got to win the contest. He won a few hard balls. A couple of them were like, yeah, genuine hard ball. Like crumbed it? Yeah, crumb kicks. Oh, Lovely. Awesome. Actually, uh, he has a lot of fucking – he has a lot of confidence. Mm. I think he's going to – I think he's going to um, – I think he'll be a polarizing figure. Immediate impact. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think people that, I don't know, depending on what club he goes to, I think if he goes to West Coast, I think Dockers fans will hate him straight away. Yeah. Because he's got a real arrogance to him. So he's just the new Jason Horn Francis. Yeah. 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 We get this every year though, don't we? Yeah, we do. The the number one pick is going to revolutionize the game. No one can believe how far ahead they are of the number two pick. And then they get into the league and we're like, oh yeah. Yeah. And three years like later, we're, good. yeah. But Matt Rowe was like nine Brownlow votes from his first three games, and now we're looking at it like going, mm, "Is Noah Anderson the better player? I think he is." Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when you go one two, it's yeah. you know, it is what it is. But I mean, both at the same club, so win win anyway. But yeah, yeah. I think we're getting better at picking number ones mm. um, for what it's worth. Yeah, there's not going to be, you know, aside from injury, there's not going to be too yeah. many complete busts. Yeah. So, and is, we all know that is Jonathan Ashcroft- Patton the last proper bust. No, nah, it would have been Tom Boyd. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Yep. But he actually had two hours of brilliance. Well, he's got a, he's got a premiership medal. Yeah. So, yeah. so is what it is. And he was a key figure in that premiership, so maybe not bust. Speaking of good goals, I forgot about this. Mm-hmm. Did you happen to see the goal Jack Higgins socked through? I did not see it, but I heard about it. Oh. Yeah. And uh, look, I'm going to pat myself on the back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Call of the night. Went from Missy Higgins to Messy Higgins. <laughs> Messy. <laughs> That's really clever, man. That's awesome. Um, speaking of good goals, yeah. Sam Pow Pepper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's having a good year. He is. Mm. He is. So I actually thought about it on the weekend. There's two players that I'd love in a Bulldogs jumper, and it's Pow Pepper and Braden Maynard. 
just proper clubman tough. Yep. Yeah. Go hard. Well, I'll let Mason Redmond know he's been overlooked. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's pretty – fuck, you got me there. <laughs> All right. Nick Martin. What are, what are your favourite parts <laughs> of the week? pretty good. What are your favourite parts of any pod, mate? It's the uh, report card time. Oh, yes. From Fox footy. Here Beautiful. we go. Here we go. All right. So we're going to go – first game of the round was the Thursday, Port v. Geelong. Yeah. A, Port. Yep. D minus Geelong. Geelong got a C. Oh, okay. But yes, Port got an Maybe A. I was a bit harsh. Um, Brisbane, Sydney. Yeah. B plus Brisbane. C minus. B, B plus for Brisbane is correct. Yep. B minus for Sydney. No, that's a bit generous. Interesting. Yeah, um, pretty shit. <laughs> G- GWS <laughs> versus Frio. Yeah, A plus and an F. It is definitely an A plus and it is definitely an F. Yes. Well done. Yeah. Uh, Richmond, St. Kilda. I'm going to give Richmond an A mm-hmm. and a B minus to St. Kilda. C minus to St. Kilda. Oh, okay. Seems a little bit harsh. A little bit harsh. Yeah, you know, Richmond kicked the last two goals of the game to stretch it to 20. Did they ask Paddy to put that report card in 10 minutes post siren? Or? <laughs> <laughs> he would have too. He was, yeah. a bit, he was a bit filthy <laughs> yeah, at the end. Imagine. Um, but, you know, being the, the good upstanding man, he has vented on his mates, which is yeah. lovely. <laughs> Carlton versus the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give oh, Carlton an A. I'm going to say an F for Gold Coast. Carlton did get an A. Yep. Gold Coast got a D plus. That's a bit generous. I, I, I think that's a failure for them. It's clearly a failure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Really staggering. They kicked. They ended up only kicking two goals in a half of football. Yeah, it's not good enough. It's not great. Half, coming off two scalps. Mm. That said, the second half was only, it was eight goals, yep. seven to six goals, four. Yeah. So it wasn't really a demolition in the second half. Yeah. But what happened in that second quarter mm. and five minutes either side of it yep. was shocking. Um, and then obviously we get to the last game, which was yours. Yeah. North, what grade would you give them? Give them a C. Right. Yep. B, just a uh, B plus dogs. Both teams got a B. Oh, okay. Not sure about that. Mm. I think North have obviously, what are they playing off a fucking handicap or something? Yeah, must be. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway. There you go. Um, who, who would you say would your player of the round would That's be, Bond. mate? Yeah. 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 I, I'm going to go with Bond yeah. as well. So it was, um, yeah, it was just. Few more clearances, and it's the eleven tackles too. Like just, yeah. Um, as you said before, I think we lose that game without him. Yeah, he was taking contested marks. He had the yep. forward fifty more forward fifty pressure than anyone else. Yep. Also more around the ground pressure than anyone else. Eleven score involvements and three of them being goals for himself. So, uh, oh, the goal assist to Waitman with the handball over yeah. the back of his head. Yes. Play of yeah. the weekend. Cody was Wait- fantastic. <laughs> Cody Waitman said in the post game. He goes, "Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's it's." He goes, it's pretty staggering when you get that sort of service. I mean, he goes, he goes. I had no idea he even knew I was there. And he just, like, I, he goes, I wasn't even, he goes, like, I wasn't even yelling for it. Like, he just knew I was there. Yeah. Was, he goes, he goes, and when you've got someone like that, I mean, it just makes you look better. Yep. Yep. Totally agree. Yep. Um, all right. Let's look forward to round 15. Yes. One of, uh, we'll be done with the buy rounds after this round. And it's probably better to, 
I was going to do like a mid-year report card yeah. for where everyone's sort of at, but I thought there's one more game to go. We'll just wait until it's done. Thanks for reminding me about the buy rounds. Mm. So they've gone from three weeks to four weeks this year. Yeah. Yeah. And- um, do you know what's been happening in these buy rounds for the AFL? State of Origin's on. US Open's on. Mm. French Open was on. Mm. Ashes started. I think they're cannibalizing their own product for – it's a month. It's too long. It's it is too long, long and there's a lot of other – Sports that people are funnily interested in. Yeah. Funnily enough. The end of the Premier League as well. Mm-hmm. Champions League final. So much other sport. And I'm telling you right now, I would love to see the television ratings for Brisbane, Sydney on Friday night because I'm telling you right now, they would have been really, really low. Well, I didn't watch it. I was too busy winning another Friday night game. Yes, very ten, nice. Ten in a row now. But, but I was but, too um, busy with everyone else who loves Australian sport watching the cricket. Day yeah. one of an Ashes series. Yeah. Yeah. That started at the same time. So I just, I don't know if you agree with me in the sense that there's just, it's just too prolonged. There's too, if we could just have, I know, I know we've spoken about it ad nauseum previously about what we could fill a week, a week in with like alternatives, like, mm-hmm. you know, the national championships for the under 18s, which has actually been happening. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about it enough. Nope. No, nah, it's a joke. They should be showcasing the talent that's coming through. So people actually have an idea of who they're drafting. Um, you know, the average fan. But um, yeah, one week off, everyone. That's 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 the, an easy fix for me. So the buy rounds, the first week we had that Super Sunday, which was the Giants and the uh, Giants, Richmond, Bombers, North. Both yep. games went to within a goal, yep. and that was really that was really good. The second week there was only two teams, Geelong and Gold Coast, that had a buy. Yeah, and we had King's Birthday Eve and King's Birthday. Mm. Um, the rest of the games, like it was the you know. Hawthorne beating Brisbane early on a Saturday. Yeah. Give a fuck. Adelaide blowing out the Eagles. Yeah. Give a shit. Sexy taxi with the with the 10. <laughs> but to be fair, like I actually watched a few games and obviously yep. went to one this weekend, but they, uh, you know, that Port Geelong game was very interesting. Yeah. The rest not interesting at no. all. I think they just lose the early season momentum. Yeah. They really do. Well, there was a conversation we were having about like, why can this not be done across two weeks? Yeah. And I thought, that's a fair point. Why not give 10 teams a week off Yeah, and have four games and it's just like Friday night, two Saturdays, one Sunday. Yeah. I know that sounds crazy. Yeah. And just Sunday, 320. Yeah. Yeah. Just reduce it down to four games on one weekend. Yep. Five games on the next weekend. Yep. And then everyone's Which would give you the Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday. Yep. And we're back. (coughs) Yeah. And we're rolling. Mm. Which probably means you can't do it on King's birthday weekend. Yep. But sure so the, be it. I'm sure the players would prefer it. Because I'm sure there's players that have, there's heaps of players, there's hundreds of players that are mates with other blokes from other clubs that would probably wouldn't mind going away together. Right. So if you're the Lions, Dockers, Saints, or the Swans, yeah. you're going to have had a bye three, week, uh, three weeks ago. Yeah. By the time these other teams catch up. Yeah. So not, not sure about that. The spacing's no good. No. No. All right. So Thursday night. Considering we lost three of our last four, I would have. Like the buy at the start, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sure you would have. <laughs> Geelong versus Melbourne yep. down at GMHBA. Yeah. Who you got? Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with Melbourne. Yeah. Stingy defence. Probably looks the first good. time on the potty I've tipped Geelong. Uh, I haven't tipped Geelong at home. Clayton will be back. Yes, and Petty. That's the early and word. Petty. I'm assuming that um, Danger won't be. No, no, he's he's not. He's no. yep. No. So there's some strife there's there. There's no time frame. The stingy defence. Can you believe that Geelong not giving a timeline at all? No, nah, no timeline. 
So broken rib, and a, I know they said partially collapsed, P- which punctured lung. Yeah, you'll have a yeah. punctured lung. So yeah, had to drive back from Adelaide. So I, su- I suppose it would have been severe enough. Yeah, well, he made that drive before when he betrayed a team <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Melbourne too. Yep. Good, good price for Melbourne, dollar eighty five. Nice. Don't mind that. Yep. Just head to head, chuck that in. Salem looked good being back. Yep. Which helps free up Brayshaw if they need to. They can make make some moves into the middle. Adele Beckham, Salem. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed Rory Lobb changed his hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost looked indistinguishable. Yeah. Looked like a regular footballer. I think he wanted to go missing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. St Kilda versus Brisbane. <laughs> Now, Paddy was like, well, we are playing them at Marvel. And I was like, mm. okay. Yeah. Not sure how that's going to work. Dougal Howard was so bad mm. that he got subbed out. Dougal Coward. I, like, he was bad, man. Yeah. It, was, it may have cost them the game. He was that bad. Dougal Fraudwood. Would... <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, had they beaten Richmond, I probably would have flirted with tipping them at Marvel. Yep. But I am going with Brisbane. Yeah, I'm going to go with Brisbane too. Yep. I think winning in Melbourne is different when you're at Marvel with the roof closed yeah. compared to the to the G. Yeah. That's where Dunkley's done some of his finest work. Swans versus the Eagles. Yep. SCG. Yep. Sydney are a dollar oh two. That's just ridiculous. I mean, I, I don't see a it's hard to tip the Eagles in any game. Yeah, why do I feel like they could win this though? I was thinking exactly the same <laughs> yeah. thing. And I'm looking at a fifteen dollar head to head. I mean, it's worth a ten dollar. Yeah, it's worth a tenner. Yeah, you won't even notice that the tenner's gone. Yeah, good brag. You'd <laughs> screenshot the fuck out of that bet slip. So I think I think that's what's that's what's going in for this yeah. week. Nice. I reckon. Oh, jeez, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty risky stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'd be oh, fifteen dollars against the Swans. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> I don't have the medical room stuff here to see who's coming back from. Uh... For the West Coast anytime soon, but um, they think Bluey McKenna's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Jackovic, yeah, <laughs> might get a call up. Oh dear, uh, yeah, look, I'm gonna bet on the Eagles, but I'll tip the Swans by 30, yeah, yeah, 30, fair, maybe 40, yeah, but th- yeah, yeah, around that. All right, Dockers versus the Bombers at Optus Stadium. I'll let, let you insert your tip here. Essendon. And I'm, I'm tipping you confidently. Why are we $2.10? I love it. Jumping <laughs> straight on that shit. Thank you very much. Yep. Essendon for mine. Great value. Uh, I'll take it. I, I don't know what to think. Like the way I've watched Fremantle play in the last two weeks. Yeah. When they were attacked with fast ball movement, mm-hmm. they wilted under the pressure. Yeah. It's not going to get any easier against mm-hmm. our ball movement, but there's the post by maybe dragging our heels a tiny bit to consider. Yep. So um, I've got full confidence we beat them by 30 points. The same yep. amount of confidence I had when we were playing Carlton. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Collingwood versus the Adelaide Crows, MCG Sunday. Yeah. What do you got for this one? Collingwood. Yeah. $1.31 for Collingwood. Yeah. To play a home game nice. at the G. Yeah. Against Adelaide. Yes, please. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Collingwood. Um yeah, they're, they're a five, six goal better team at home, I think. I've heard them whinging about, like, we don't have so-and-so. We don't have, are they getting anyone back? Do you know? Um, oh, nah, I'm not sure. Maybe Dan McStay? Maybe? Maybe Dan yeah. McStay. Yeah. Um, is Dugowie still out for a week? 
Yes. Because I had the bye. Yeah. So, he, okay, he's going to miss a week. Yeah. Um, oh, Jamie Elliott test. Yep. That would be nice. Yep. Um, actually, what are they? Test whinging? generally means he's in. What are they whinging about? Well, Lipinski will be available. Yeah. He so played last game, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, he played well too. Did all right. They're actually pretty healthy. I don't know what the hell they're complaining about. Yeah, Lipinski's the sort of guy I'd have at my club, Bob. He'd be nice, wouldn't he? Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take... I reckon the Pies do them. I'm not sure. I'm not completely sold on Adelaide. Mm. I think they've got some vulnerabilities, and they're going to have had that soft, soft win against West Coast. Yeah. Tex kicked 10, mm. which we didn't get to talk about. Yeah. Because you're terrible. <laughs> but... <laughs> um, soft, soft win. Roll into the bye. They should be really fresh. Yeah. But I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure. He, he was my automatic MVP last week. Of course. Like, yeah. Of course. Ten goals in a yeah. game. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, all right, last game yep. of the round. We do have the Suns versus the Hawks. Suns obviously looking to respond. Yep. Hawthorne have had their bye, but they had a lot of momentum going into it. Yep. How do you see this one playing out? Uh, I've got Suns to bounce back at home. Yeah, they're a dollar twenty-eight. I think three seventy is actually a pretty good price for Hawthorne, but you can Gold... almost bundle Hawthorne and West Coast in a little tenner, like a little multi. My dear God, what price would you get for that? Well, <laughs> if it's correct, you should be getting about forty-five to one. Yeah, they won't give you that. No, obviously, West Coast Hawthorne. Oh, they do give you that. In fact, they give you fifty-five fifty. <laughs> yeah, that's worth a tenner. Jesus. Yeah. Thanks very much. Yeah. Add in Essendon. We're basically tipping as the kiss of death right now. <laughs> Add in Essendon, 116 to 1. Jesus, dude. Three legs. <laughs> There's some money to be made this week, fellas. Yeah. Um, get onto those trebles and quaddies and stuff like that with some of the results. There's yeah. some money to be made there. Very nice. Yeah, Suns. Suns for me, they're a much better team than what they showed on the weekend. Yeah. Um, and I think that they could definitely trouble. Yeah. Definitely trouble the Hawks. Yeah. Uh, just a quick leaderboard update on the fat side footy tipping. Yeah. Um, Sammy Cannon leads three three tips ahead of Stu in second place. Good work, Samwa. Yeah, so 83 to him, 80 to Stu at the moment. Uh, Caleb's in at third with 79, and Amy is equal third Did at I 79. Tip? I don't even know if I tipped last week. I have no idea. Uh, you're 15th, but I know there was definitely a week where you got all the all, all oh, the home teams. There's about three weeks. Yeah, but we've got uh, we've actually got um, oh, e- look- equal third position: Caleb, Amy, and Sam Dyer. So all um, loyal listeners of the pod as well. So well done, guys. Uh, Ali Ali lowered her colours. Alzi lowered her colours this week, Bob. Well, she's been tipping Geelong probably for yeah, the past six weeks. fuming with herself. Yeah. Actually spoke about it. We touched base on it. Uh, actually, actually spoke yeah. about it. Yeah. Because the, uh, yeah, yeah, had a quick, had a quick, um, quick back and forth over the oh, blower. two. Yeah. She got two. Yeah. Uh, so she, she's dropped to sixth. Wow. Well, fourth. Not even fit to be a parent Equal with those fourth. types of results. <laughs> I tell you what, she's sick of waiting. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Due date this Thursday, ladies and gents. Any so. um, any like old wives' tale hacks to try and uh, make the baby uh, hurry up? Raspberry leaf t- leaf tea. Yep. Any others? Um, sexual intercourse was one of the um, <laughs> <laughs> was one of the tips. <laughs> sexual intercourse. Yeah, sexual intercourse. Yep. When a man, uh, man and a woman do the Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> Smash her eggs. 
<laughs> oh, I did that nine months ago. Plus I am. Here he is. He's back. Oh, oh, very good. Jesus Christ. But um, yeah. But yeah, due date this Thursday, so could be here next Monday. Might not. So, um, yeah. Due date is when? Thursday. Next Thursday. This Thursday. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this Thursday. This Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're gonna. Um, we're almost certainly gonna give you a couple of weeks off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're untrustworthy as a guest <laughs> as it is. <laughs> no, you much much needed duties. Much more important than recording a podcast and talking shit with me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you, you'll be able to enjoy some time off. I'm sure I'll be looking forward to this even more in a few weeks. Yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah. You'll return. You'll be looking at the Bulldogs out of the eight. <laughs> yeah. My son's wearing Geelong colours at home. <laughs> uh, I tried to stitch you up a few weeks ago by yeah. sending all those baby images. Did it do any damage? A little bit. Yes. <laughs> so I texted Ali like all these images of cute Geelong baby gear being like, these look great. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's well. nice there was a small dent. And, yeah. Because you didn't say anything about it either. Yeah. And I thought, I think it's worked. He hasn't responded. Yeah. No, the, yeah. What a stitch up. Yeah, absolutely. But, but um, yeah. But, um, yeah. If he's not here yet, he's not here yet. And I'll be, I'll be fronting up next Monday. That's it. Oh, we didn't talk about, just briefly, just to finish off, coaches votes. Oh, yes. Port Geelong. Absolutely stunning how those votes have gone down. Let's have a look. I haven't looked at them between yet. those two Just coaches it up now. Nine players involved. Oh my god! Yes. So an Chris absolute shamozzle. Gary Rowan's eight minutes. Loved Gary Rowan's eight minutes. Yep. Mm-hmm. A lot, and mm. then would refuse to agree on port, a port player other than Dan Houston is what that says to yep. me. Um, and wouldn't give him the five votes. So, yeah, really stunning. Zach Bailey, forgot to mention him. He did have a very yeah. good game, pulled the 10 coaches' votes. Uh, GWS Josh Kelly versus Fremantle. That's what it should look like. Yeah. It's Josh Kelly with the clear 10, and then a disagreement, but a clear top five players in the game. They've yeah. nailed all of those, by the way. Yeah. Um, Richmond St. Kilda is fair. Tell you what, there'll be um, confusion on Brownlow night. T Green, two votes. T Green, one vote. T Green, three votes. Toby Green and Tom Green. Mm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. For people who can't read when they pop it up on the screen. <laughs> um, I wonder in your game, yep. I wonder, because we've got Bont on nine votes and Waitman on nine votes. Yeah. So that's clear split five and four and four and five. Yeah. Who did Bevo give the five to? That's what I want to know. I reckon he's you... given it to Cody Waitman. No. Did you hear the revelation oh. that he doesn't do the coaches' votes? No. Oh, you haven't heard this? No. So, Who does the coaches vote? Okay, so when you lost to Geelong, yeah. post game, someone asked Bevo the way that Geelong used Tom Stewart as a spare yeah. versus how you used your spare yeah. behind the ball. Do you feel like you could have changed that up a little bit to make them have as much impact as Tom Stewart? He had the balls to say they didn't think Tom Stewart had had that much of an impact. Mm. Did you not see this? No. He, straight down the camera. No, we didn't think Tom Stewart's impact was that great or something to that effect. <sighs> Downplaying the impact of Tom Stewart in a clear three Brownlow vote game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really Oh, obvious. he was elite, man. Yeah. Fast forward to the coaches' votes on Monday. Yeah. Tom Stewart gets 10. The revelation comes out that Bevo doesn't do the coaches' votes. He's not even part of the coaches' association. He's not a member. Yeah, he's not a member of the coaches' association 
and it's presumed that there's some assistant there that just does the coach's votes for so it. It'd be Brennan Lade or Matt Spanger. <laughs> Your coach, mate, is a fucking rogue operator. Lunatic dude. <laughs> he's, he's not a, a part of the coaches association. No, not a not a paid up member. No. Wow. Is he the only coach? You yeah. have to be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't give a fuck, does he? Nah. Couldn't care less. Which I, I kind of love, but yeah. like the output of our club at the moment <laughs> there, frustrates me immensely. There was a moment in your game when the scores were like, it was like five goals apiece. Mm. And I thought if they lose from here, yeah. it will be a bookmark in the yeah. Luke Beveridge conversation yeah. about whether he keeps his job or not. Yeah. Remember when they lost to North? They had no good reason. Like a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't. It's just a matter of time, right? Mm. I just hope for the sake of your club, Bevo doesn't last for three more years because yeah. the window will start to yeah, and close. Yeah, bon, and Bon will be 31. Yeah. yeah. It'll be closing by then. Yeah. It'll be frustrating. You'll only just have gotten off the Rory Lobb contract. Mm. Yeah. Question for you, dogs related. Yeah. If you're a dogs fan, mm-hmm. are you happier to part ways with Eugle Hagen or Norton right now? Right now? Yeah. I'd part ways with Norton because I can get more for him. Yeah. I think in... Uh, I don't know if it'll be as soon as next year. Yeah. But definitely within three years, I think their current output will be roughly the same. Yeah. And maybe Jamara's ceiling is higher. Yeah. I'm not certain of that, mm. but I think he can at least reach the level that Norton's at. Yeah. He just has moments every week now. He does Jamara. have some moments, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I'd try, I'd get, get off Norton. Mm-hmm. And there'd be teams like Sydney, yep. you know, yep. desperate. Yeah, probably Sydney's got a nice core that's roughly around the right age, with some young players as well. Some yep. young players that don't get a game. So if they get another young key forward, they have no incentive to force their way into the draft. Yeah, they're exactly the type of team whose first round picks you should go after, and yep. they're having a stinker of a year. Mm. I would highly consider it. Yeah, mm. yeah. So yeah. If and I'm if I'm Sydney, I, I I'm I'm throwing the absolute kitchen sink at Oscar Allen and Frio. Try yep. and miss Aaron Norton. Yep. Why not? Yeah, there's a lot of options there. I don't think you're just not getting as much for Ugal Hagen. No, 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 not right now. Yep. All right, mate. Good pod. Absolute brilliant. Great um, to be back. Yes. Yes. We'll we'll have a check in. We'll have a baby update. Yes. Um. Obviously yep. next week, as well. Um. Let you know whether it's black or white. Hey, Rick.